another day, another dollar. What's going on, guys? This, that was a corny, corny opening, but you know, I had to, I had to come with that dad energy this morning. You know what I mean? So, what's up? How you guys doing? Good to see you. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Wherever you are around the world. And for those of you who are listening to maybe a replay or on a podcast, get your butts here live. Come on, get with the program. Uh, no, we're happy to have you. No matter how you're tuning in, I'm just finishing a protein bar, so I'll be cleaning the excess um, protein out of my teeth over the next five minutes while JR talks. So let's go ahead and bring this dude in, the man, the myth, the legend, JR. What up? What up? What up? Hey, what's going on? What's going on? How's everybody doing today? Thank you for having me on today. I really, uh, really appreciate this. I've been looking forward to this for a long time. I've been speaking this into existence since I took that 15-day challenge, to be honest, and heard the first podcast. Wow, bro. That's pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool. That's cool to hear, dude. Did you tune into a Wake Up Legendary show like as you were going through the challenge, like like pretty right away, or did you go through the challenge and then kind of get, get a little bit more into the community and get a little bit more into the community and then kind of find these shows. And what did your journey look like when you, cause we're going to talk about your simple, stupid, two-step or stupid, simple, I guess we could call it simple, stupid, stupid, simple. Um, it's better to say stupid, simple, right? Because if we say simple, stupid, then that would imply that the funnel's stupid. But what we want to imply is that it's simple. Right. So we'll say stupid, simple. We'll talk about that here in a second. But talk to us about the moment you saw Legendary, saw the, the video and like what take us through that first chapter here just in a nutshell. Yeah, for sure. So um, I first saw Legendary. So my wife was like sending me TikToks all the time, like on a daily basis. And I have not had social media in about 10 years. I just don't, I don't play with it. I don't mess around with it. I always thought it was like more of a negative than a positive for my life. So I basically mm. gave it up right after I graduated college. Mm. Um, and she was, yeah, she was sending me all these links and I thought the videos were funny and enjoyable. And then eventually I was like, man, I just need to download this app so I can watch these easier and mm. check everything out. And then all of a sudden I watch one and then I'm, down the rabbit hole, right? I started scrolling and um, I have a background in, you know, sales and marketing and I did, you know, network marketing and e-commerce uh, for a while. So I'm interested in, you know, business and, and that type of stuff. And then people started popping up on there talking about the type of stuff I like. And then all of a sudden, I think it was um, Sarah and Calvin were probably the first two that I actually saw. And I hopped into one of uh, Calvin Hill power publishes lives. And if, yeah. and if, if you have not been in one of his lives before you need to, okay. It is like a masterpiece. Okay. What he does in those and how he runs through everything. It, it, it blows my mind every time, but, mm -hmm. um, yeah. I can, you, can you do that? Can you duplicate that? Can you implement what you see him do into your marketing? Um, as far as going live, how he goes live. Yeah. I think I could. Absolutely. I have a lot of like experience doing those types of, I don't want to call it presentation, but you know, walk through and, and go. Yeah. Cause I mean, you just gave a major plug to Calvin and Calvin deserves every ounce of that plug. But what I, I just want to just, 
I just want to say, and since you're a guy who understands speaking things into existence and you're a, you're a marketer and you've like, how much of what you see him do are you trying to model not just from learning from what he says, but by then implementing it into your own marketing. That's kind of the question. Not You don't need to answer that, but that's a question for everybody right now. Because for me, I'm not, I wouldn't say that I'm a, you know, some unique kind of entrepreneur or marketer, but I would say a lot of my personal success has come from being blown away by what somebody has done and or is doing in a campaign or on an ongoing basis and saying like how can i actually instead of trying to reinvent the wheel how can i take what really worked well on me or what was really impactful for me or what i see is working and then utilize it you know model it so uh, just something to chew on and i think also a belief builder for you too to take things to the next level because calvin's talented but Really, what I think he has that most other people don't have is just the confidence to be able to say, I'm going to do this, right? Because that's what really attracts people in is when you say a masterpiece, right? It's his confidence in the way that he presents. It's not really that he has such unique information, just like I don't have such unique information, but it's the delivery, the confidence. The, the you, Does that... Are you picking up what I'm putting down and what's coming up for you as I say this? Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. I think it it is. It's not so much about um, the the content. It's about how and you know the 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 like the conviction behind it. You know how you yeah. carry right, right yeah. conviction over. Yeah, content. because we can all sing the same song, right? But we sing it differently. You know what I mean? So I can sing, I can sing a. <laughs> You know, I can sing a Billy Joel song, but it's not going to sound anywhere like we're saying the same exact word. So he doesn't have words that I don't have, but it's the delivery. It's the it's the tonality. It's the pitch. It's it's the it's the it's the um, it's the uh, performance, the emotion, the conviction. Right. You see most people who go up and sing. And they just kind of stand on the stage and they just kind of hold the microphone, right? Whereas Billy sits down and he's like, right? Hit banging on his piano and he's got lots of emotion. I think it's just something for us all to think about that people don't, and this is not directed at you, Jared, it just, it just kind of triggered this thought in me that people don't have words that I don't have. They just have confidence and, as you say, conviction that I might need to build. Right. So can, can say more about that or continue on with your what happened for you in these first few days. You saw lives from Calvin. You, you're on TikTok now after 10 years of not being on social media. Talk, talk us through because eventually I want people to understand how you went from being off social media for 10 years to now – marketing, having success, generating leads in, in kind of crushing it online. So continue to take us through this journey. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, once I, you know, I, I got his, his ebook and went through the funnel and it was basically for me, it was like, uh, it was a no brainer that I was going to start this 15 day challenge because I had looked into, um, I think I had looked into like starting a marketing agency and some type of 
program like that in the past, like upfront, I was going to have to pay, you know, some absorbent amount of money. And I had just lost my job due to COVID. And it was like, I, I can't, it's not even feasible. I'm living off credit cards right now just to support my family. Right. Um, but I saw this and I was like, Hey, there's, there's literally nothing to lose. It's, you know, $7. Um, I read a lot of reviews, watched some YouTube videos. Um, I knew that you guys were a legitimate company and I saw like the caliber of people as well who were participating and having success. And that's really what attracted me in. It was, you know, the, the caliber of people, the authenticity, uh, of, of the people, um, you know, the, the community that you guys have built. Uh, and once I got into the Facebook group and saw these lives starting going on, I couldn't attend the lives because I'm at work every day at 10 in the morning. Uh, and I'm technically at work right now, but we're not going to tell anybody about that. Um, so basically I would just re I would listen to yesterday's every day, every morning on my morning commute. Cause they're typically wow. about 30, 45 minutes. Uh, so it was perfect for me. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I just started diving in and, and for me, it, it, it just kind of all clicked together. It was, um, I knew, I knew the potential for income was there. I knew the, the processes was there. And then once I went through that 15 day course and I saw how you guys do your process, I was sold a hundred percent. I was all in, you gave me a business advisor. I spent, I spent two hours uh, on, on one meeting with this guy, like he spent two hours on zoom with me answering every single question I had, um, walking me through every concern that I had, like, and, and then from there, I still text him to this day. You know, Mm. I still talk to him to this day. Uh, and he gives me ideas and, and supports me along the way. And who's that? Who's that? Uh, Quentin Carlson. Wow. He's the man, dude. Yeah. He's awesome. He's awesome. So yeah, that that's kind of my story. But you're glad that you you're glad that you uh, took those videos that your wife was sending you and and uh, and and getting you on social media and kind of on the internet basically after ten years. And now you're well. Are you happy that 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 you took that step now? And and is it paying off? It's I'm ecstatic about it. And, and a couple things have happened. Number one, you know, I've grown, uh, since, since I filled out, out that form and, and everything, when, when you guys first contacted me, when we started this process in my mind, I was like, I'm only a month in. So it's like a caveat. Everything that I'm putting in this, when we talk a month from now is might be totally different. And in a way it kind of is because, mm-hmm. um, a few things that happened to me that are, that I think are really cool. Number one is, my the the first TikTok channel I started actually uh, got shadow banned. I built it up to about 120,000 followers, and then uh, a post got flagged. And then from that moment forward, the next three weeks, every post that I put out there, it was only going to my existing followers. I couldn't mm-hmm. get it out to like anyone else, so I couldn't grow my following anymore on there. And I was trying to just push through it. I figured it was a temporary thing. Um, and that was like a struggle for me. It was like, I did all of this work. I built it up to this point and now I'm like, boohoo, you know, what was my life? Like, what am I going to do? Right. I was in like, you know, you, you kind of go through those phases of business, right. Where it's yeah. valleys and I was in that valley and, um, 
I kept trying to start new TikTok channels, right? Because I was like, I'll just start a new one. I know what I'm doing now. I'll just start a new one and growing it. But every time I started one, the same exact thing would happen. I would post a video, zero views. And it wow. when, so what I did, I heard uh, Josh on here, the dad entrepreneur, the winning edge formula. Right, right, yeah. Awesome guy. So yeah, on here, I DM'd him on Instagram. Uh, and I asked him, I said, Hey, I know this happened to you. This is what's going on with me. And we just had a conversation and that one conversation with someone in the community literally changed everything for me. Wow. He, he pointed out to me, he said, I, I explained that I was taking my best videos from the other channel, right? You're like, okay, these yeah. are videos. let's start with that. I'm just going to repost them on this new channel. But what happens is TikTok. When TikTok sees you post a, a video from that account, that's kind of, you know, not, a, it's a shadow ban account, right? Yeah. It eggs the account that the video gets posted on immediately. Wow. Wow. And he that's told, crazy. And he said, you can only create new content moving forward yeah. on accounts. So here's what, listen to this, listen to this. Here's what happened. Okay. Eight days ago, that was eight days ago when I had that conversation with him, I started a new channel. Okay. I started a new channel. It's called hustlers underscore handbook in eight days. I'm almost at 200,000 followers hustlers handbook. Yes. So hustlers underscore handbook. Okay. Okay. So literally it took me, you know, six to eight weeks to get a hundred thousand followers on the previous account. Damn, bro. You're blowing <laughs> it up, dog. It's ridiculous. In, in my mind, it's like, I, I see it as, Hey, I was met with that adversity and the success gods were like, Hey, if you can push through this, we got something better on the other end for you. Right. But if you wow. don't, you're going to be stuck here. Damn, and bro. I made it through, man. I made it through and I'm freak. I'm pumped out of my mind. Oh, I bet you are, dude. I bet you I'm are pumped out of my mind right now. Cause it's like, it's crazy to see how fast the growth happened. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, that's a different, that's a, that's a, like, that's what your crossroads between a breakdown or a breakthrough look like. And everybody's crossroads looks different. And the problem is, I think, is when you're at that crossroads, you don't know you're at that crossroads until you get through it. When you're at that crossroads, it's just a big brick wall standing in front of you, metaphorically speaking. And it just that's all it feels like. It just, it feels like that. It looks like that. It sounds like that. It's just a brick wall. And if you can get through it, over it, around it, under it, if, if you can get to the other side, you see that the other side was basically now you have that choice. Do you want to have that breakdown or that breakthrough? You know, and, and that, you know, you can look back and, and actually see the fork in the road. Like that's why they say like hindsight's twenty twenty. And I just wonder how many people who are listening to this are either there right now or can take this story that you just told and use it as a way to be aware and look out for those breakdown, breakthrough walls up ahead because they're up ahead for all of us. And they actually keep popping up. It's like a game to where 
you get to a different level and the, the walls just look different. You know what I mean? Sometimes they're higher. Sometimes they're painted different colors. Sometimes they're invisible and you run into them and you didn't even see it until you already hit it. You know, but it's again, it's like beating a level and then you like celebrate for a minute like you're doing right now. But don't worry, bro, because there's more of those up ahead. But now, you know, when you come up to it based on experience from previous levels that you can look back and be like, ah, th I, this is one of those things. It looks a little different. This is weird, right? Kind of like playing a video game. Like, damn, this is weird. Damn, I didn't. Where'd they come from? Like, you know, in a video game, there's some new stuff each level. They got to keep it exciting. But at least you're like, okay, I've. I've, I've met an obstacle like this in the previous level. And so I need to beat this level to get to the next level. Does that make sense? hundred percent, man. That's exactly it. It's basically, you know, it's, if, if you're not being met with adversity, you're probably not growing. Right. Yeah. The truth of the matter. Yeah. And I mean, you're going to have adversity, like I said, even in games, and I think the way for us to get to this place to where this becomes fun is that that we can kind of gamify this process instead of taking it. Now, it's hard to gamify it when you're kind of like in that desperation mindset to where you're like, this must work or else I'm going to actually die. But the truth is, is that even if it doesn't work, you're not going to die. You know what I mean? Like it might suck. You know what I mean? Like if you fail or you quit or no matter what you do, it doesn't work. Like it's, you're not going to die. It's going to suck. Your ego might get bruised. You might be out a little bit of time and money, but that's happened to all of us before in life. We've done some stuff to where we're out of time and money. And it was like, that sucks. You know what I mean? Maybe it was a job that we felt had a future and then we got fired or quit or whatever. But I think if we can get to the place to where we can gamify it, sort of using the metaphor that I, I told a second ago with the kind of game and in, in next level, like it becomes a little bit more fun. So do you feel like now that you've got through level one, do you feel like it's a little bit more fun now versus when you were first starting and it maybe you had, you were taking yourself a little bit more serious and kind of like putting more pressure on yourself or I don't know. I mean, are you, are you starting to, or do you see yourself beginning to sort of gamify this process so you can make money and, and, and not just have the highs and the lows, like I'm really excited. Oh my God, this sucks. I can't, but like actually begin to look at this more like a game. Yeah, no. Uh, I, I think for me, it's almost like what it, it's like trying to maintain the exact same excitement, no matter what's going on externally. Right. Yeah. It's like that everybody, when they first start something, they're fired up. Right. They're right, like, right, right. This is going to change my life. Like, this is my future. This is my everything. And then they get met with that first thing and they're just like, oh man, I was wrong. Like, this isn't, yeah. Good. Nobody really makes money doing this stuff. <laughs> yeah. 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 All of those things that start getting said. Right. But for me, uh, you were talking about, uh, a little bit about like, you know, losing time and money and, you know, we've all been there and, and, and like we kind of talked about earlier, my wife and I were in network marketing for like five years. Yeah. Right. And at this point in our life, we basically had to take that where, you know, I don't necessarily, I, I wouldn't necessarily do it all over again. Right. But I'm here. I got a ton of 
mental tools and skill sets and knowledge and like a ridiculous discipline and personal growth from everything that came with that. And I got to meet some of the most prolific speakers and leaders and, and those types of people, right? Cause that's what they are. Like it's, Oh, for sure. It's unreal. Like the level they get to. Um, and that's kind of what everyone's striving to do with that. Uh, or I guess you kind of have to get to, but, um, for us, it was basically like five years of, you know, starting this business where we were grinding, we were, we were, you know, doing meetings, we were uh, recruiting people, we were networking. I was literally out and about face to face in the gyms, in the grocery stores, in the gas stations, bro. I was meeting, I was exchanging phone numbers with two to three people every single day, nonstop. That's who I was. That's what I did. My wife was with me. We were, if we were heading into a bar, we were finding the sharpest couple in that bar. We're sitting next to them and we're, we're, we're going to become best friends. And we mastered it. Like we were, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. You know, but it's yeah. like, Hey, you know, it is what it is. What it, what it gave us now though, it gave us the ability to immediately connect with people. Yeah. Chips. And now she, uh, in, in her business, uh, she sells athletic apparel and she does personal training and meal plans. And we're actually yeah. building, we're starting to build a course through, uh, a lot of stuff that I've learned on legendary, um, that we're going to start promoting for her company. Mm. Um, and she's got this incredible following of moms in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, because she people, they love her. They connect immediately. They get on onto her Facebook page where she, you know, provides all of these free workout things and right. you know, and promotes the the leggings and athletic apparel. And they love it. They they love it. I it yeah. blows away how much money she makes just doing that. And that's the beauty of you know making money online and building these communities and and you know leveraging them by just providing value to them right yeah 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 and i mean it's it's a personality thing too i think certain personalities do really well in network marketing i mean for me i'm just dude i i one might think i'm extroverted but dude i'm the biggest introvert in the world you know what i mean i i it, it's like the hardest thing in the world for me to g- turn on and go just start prospecting people like out at walmart like you know bumping somebody into their car uh, you know on purpose but acting you know, hey do you happen to keep your business options open you look like a smart sharp person you know that's how i got recruited into in the network marketing for the very first time you know what i mean but yeah, I took a lot of, a lot of people will get out of network marketing and be like, it's just a scam. It's just a pyramid scheme, blah, blah, blah. You know, but the truth is I learned more from that industry than probably anything ever because it taught me about community building. It taught me about culture building. Like what does culture look like? Like getting people, like how do you get people to work that hard when they're making basically no money? I'm not talking about sitting at home in your underwear on your computer. I'm talking about getting dolled up and getting gentlemen up and going out into the bars, not even to hang out, but basically to just prospect people, you know, you know, always, you guys think, you guys think that being on like on the internet is, is some crazy stuff. 
when you're in network marketing, like all in, and you're bought into the idea of kind of prospecting everybody that you run into, you're never relaxed. Everybody's always somebody who you could potentially be prospecting. You know what I mean? And, and, or, you know, and just, I mean, the two on ones, the three ways, driving all around town to meet people, dragging people to home and hotel meetings. I mean, the commitment, but most of all, the speaking, like you said, because you he comes from folks, the company, the largest company in the world that rhymes with Ramway. And those guys, let me tell you something. Um, those guys are the most, as you said, prolific speakers, dude. I mean, those guys, the 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 uh the Dexter Yeagers, man, the the Bill Bill Britts, the um I mean, some of these cats, man, are, I used to listen to their audios and I was never even in that company, but I would just listen to their audios to see kind of how they spoke. Cause I was like, how do you get somebody in that business who makes a half a million dollars a year as a doctor holding a phone up, recording everything that some guy who just rolled out of a trailer who made 10,000 a month hanging on every word that that guy says, you know what I mean? Like that's the culture of that kind of business, you know? And I'm just like, how does, but it's, you know, it's built around personal development. It's, it's built and based around building people's dreams, getting them inspired, um, it's less about features, functions, details. It's more about vision, inspiration, dream building, you know, and storytelling. You know what I mean? That's what that's about. That's what network marketing is about. And I think for me, kind of that's where I was introduced to entrepreneurship. That helped me to be more of a storyteller. It helped me to focus more on community building because I came from that versus kind of coming into this world of online marketing where there's a bunch of analytical kind of, you know, like feature and function selling marketers who are all trying to say my course or my business is better. And I'm over here telling a story about being an addict and, and being a construction worker because that's what I was sort of exposed to in network marketing. So I would I would say that if you guys have a network marketing history like Jr. and I do, that try to look back. At, I was in Market America. This Jr. Ridinger and and some of the people in that. I mean, we're talking about some of the most the best storytellers and culture builders and community builders that exist on this planet. Man, look back at your experience and instead of looking at it like I failed or that was a scam or whatever, look back and say. How are the people who are succeeding in that succeeding? Like, what are they doing? What are their skill sets? And if you think back, it's a lot of what I just said, right? So feel free to say more about that if you have anything more to say. But I want to kind of move on to this, this funnel that you're using and hear kind of how you're getting such amazing results because you are. So are you cool transitioning or you want to add anything to what I was talking about? Enough said, man. You crushed it. Yeah. I mean, if we've all like, seriously, if any of us, if you've been in network marketing, you know, and if you don't, it just sounds like gibberish. But like, if you've been in there, you know, like, you know what it's like, you know what it's like to be in the room and, and, and come over that first meeting 
where somebody says, hey, come over, we're having a business meeting at my house. And then you walk in and the doors lock and the windows shut and the whiteboard gets rolled out and somebody gets up at the front of the room and starts drawing circles on the board. You know what I mean? And you're either like, I'm out of here. Or you're looking at those circles going, I'm going to get so rich. It's unbelievable. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that was me, right? Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> right. So you want to talk about the marketing first that you're doing, like the content and how you're doing that? Or you want to talk about the, like the funnel, like what would make sense first? Cause I, I want you to share the value that you can with people so they can, um, try to, you know, so we can help them out. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I think, uh, probably, uh, and also do you have time restraint, dude? I know you're at work, so I'm good to go, bro. This okay. is, okay. don't worry. All right. So, uh, yeah, let's talk about, let's dive into the content. Let's talk. Okay. Um, so w the way I do my content, I basically, the way I thought about it was I don't want to, uh, I I'm, I'm looking to attract the right people, right? And who are those people for me? Those people are, and what are they interested in? Right. So, uh, for me, I post really like three types of content. Um, my, and I do three posts a day. Sometimes I'll do more if I'm like doing a repost, which means just taking a video that I already did well and reposting it, which on TikTok, the really cool thing about that is the repost can actually get more views than the, than the original video. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, so my first post typically around 1230, I do a like motivational type post and it's always in the same, it's almost always in the same exact place for whatever reason. I make videos in my basement where my laundry room door, there's a light on in the background and then it's total darkness in the room, but you can see my silhouette and I'm just like doing pull-ups or push-ups or something like that. And then I just have some text and it's either like reading, like it's just text of like the sound if someone's given like a motivational speech or it's just a quick uh, seven, typically eight and a half second video where the text is there and then I just have the call to action following me for daily motivation, right? And those types of videos in that, like in that spot, those ones really pop off for me for whatever reason. So I just stay consistent with that. And they're super easy to make. I mean, I just turn on the camera for like eight to 10 seconds, take a video of me doing some, some chin ups and uh, throw some text on there, right? And I find text that has already blown up. Like I'm not making this stuff up, right? I'm not smart. I'm not that smart. I'm finding people who have already had success in their videos and I'm just emulating them and putting my spin on it, my, me in the background, right? With a different video, right? Um, and, you know, my newest account, my most popular video is honestly a video that I don't even like. Like it's, it, it's like a, and that's the weird thing about this. And the one thing I've realized is I don't have to like the content. It just has to feed the, the algorithm. Right. 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 It's, I, I, I like it better when I'm having fun and I think it's funny or cool, yeah. or but you know, I've, I figured out how to find like emerging trends when I find them. And if I hop on them early enough, the, the video is going to blow up. It, it's just, it's going to happen as, as long as I'm providing quality content. Right. And, um, so, so that's my first post of the day. Uh, I don't know if you had any questions on that type of stuff there. No, I think that just, um, I think that it's just good to point out that 
we got to create and and give the the our audience what they want, not what we want to do. I think that's just a, another great reminder of that. Correct. Yeah. Um, okay. So then after that, normally my next post, that's going to be my core content, right? And I'm going to be talking about how to make money online. I'm going to be talking about how to do sales, um, opportunities, side hustles. And the weird thing that I've found for, for me personally uh, is that TikTok doesn't like it as much when I create it myself. I don't know why. Maybe I'm just not as good as it yet and I just have to keep working on it. I did have one recently where I recreated it and I got like 100,000 views. But I would do a duet of me doing absolutely nothing right here where I am right now watching someone else's video and almost every time it was going to get 100 200 500,000 and and the reason behind it is because I just do a quick search I'm like okay um what is the most popular video in this space in this type of content I want to create in the past day or week it has to be almost like it has to have happened like yesterday preferably or that day like if it's starting to blow up that day and i catch on to it like it just goes every time mm. all i have to do is put a good hook like a text hook above yeah. it and i literally i don't even move i just sit here and just kind of watch the video and then put a call to action follow me for daily side hustles follow me for daily opportunities you know something along those lines um yeah anything you want to hit on there with that no it made me think of a guy named derek jacks who's a, a guy in the um in the relationship space he actually makes content for women and he always does sort of reaction videos and what you're describing these duets are essentially reaction videos to where it makes the it makes the audience the person who's watching your video feel like you're watching something with them yes. and there's just something in human nature about that 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 people that takes off um that that people enjoy watching that uh versus you kind of sitting there talking at them i think the second thing why that content works is because it's 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 based off of finding, like you said, something else that's already proven to work. So usually what this guy will do is he'll grab a video that's already gone viral, that people are already talking about, that's already proven to be either, usually it's proven to be, um, um, uh, what's the word, uh, to where it's, uh, you know, people are kind of debating about it or arguing, controversial, yeah. right? So it's proven to be controversial and he'll give his, sort of his reaction or opinion to that, you know, so it gets people kind of fired up, like, because they're taking sides and stuff. Um, I just think it's a, I think it's just a brilliant thing for you to do that because also here's the other thing, JR, aren't those so easy to do? Uh -oh. You don't even have to think, uh -oh. you don't have to, you don't have to make, you don't have to come up with anything that's the whole deal that's honestly yeah. that's why i started doing it because i was like i was like i'll try this i heard from yeah. someone who should do duets and stitches right and because that plays into the algorithm so i was like okay that's literally the easiest thing i could do so yeah. i really i make those videos in about five minutes i as i'm getting into my car to go back home from my job 
I take, I set it on my steering wheel right where it is here. I enter the car like as the video is starting and then I just watch, throw some text, throw the hashtags and whatever. And then I post it right yeah. around that, you know, four thirty, five thirty window that I'm looking to hit for my second video. Yeah. So that's all it is. I don't even have to spend time creating that daily video, which yeah. is, is awesome for me. Cause I've got, I've got two little girls under the age of three and a pregnant wife that's due in the next couple of weeks here. So you can imagine time is not readily available for me, you know? Yeah, when you get home, your time is not your own. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I have a window at night when the kids go to bed, you know, I'll hang out with my wife unless she doesn't want to hang out with me, you know? Uh, it's like, you know, after 8 p.m., that is my... That's my time to make money, right? That's my time to to make content. That's my time to go live. Um, I'll go live at, at noon during my lunch break as well. I'll do whatever, um, you know, and, and that's kind of how I utilize that. Uh, so, yeah. And then I guess the, the last type of post that I do for the day is normally I shoot for around like 7, 7.30. Um, and it's a trending piece of content. So I'm just trying to find whatever the trend is popping off and yeah. emulate it to my, to make sense for my audience. Mm -hmm. Right. So like, you know, whatever that means, whether it's, it, it doesn't have to be one specific type of niche that I'm going for on that last one. Like the first two are fitness and motivational typically. And then the second one is uh, business and, and, uh, you know, that type of stuff, yeah. uh, personal growth, you know, whatever. Um, and then the last one is just whatever I'm feeling, whatever makes sense, whatever I think is going to pop off because that's the busiest time on TikTok, right around yeah. the block, right? Because it's going to, everybody on the East Coast is chilling at home, scrolling on their phones, and then that's going to build for the next hour. And then the next time zone gets it. And then the next time zone gets yeah. it. And that makes I'll, a lot of sense. Yeah, and I'll, I'll find often times where, um, and then I'll go live after I post that for, typically I shoot for about an hour, and uh, I'll go to bed and I'll wake up, like today I woke up with an extra 10,000 followers. I, I've gotten 20,000 followers a day since I started this account. That's how crazy it is. You're talking like, about the new one. The new one, yes. yeah. It's, so... I want to, what, before I forget this, dude, I just want to point this out because I think this is really kind of interesting and important. The, you're, you're, you're going a bit more general in terms of your audience. So less in marketing always defies gravity, dude. You know, there's these rules that we all try to play by and, or, or we say, this is the rule. This is how you got to do it. The niches are in the riches, for example. And when, and then a marketer comes along like yourself and many others who go more broad, who, who make content that's not every video related to like affiliate marketing, affiliate marketing, or whatever your topic is, right? Like if your topic was parenting, it's not parenting, parenting, you know, you're get, or getting your children to sleep at night, getting your, you know, you're going more with the fitness slash, um, in, in, it's not, it's, it's it's it seems to be entrepreneurial focused because those are your calls to action right. but it's 
it's it's inspiration and there's it's if I was to and I want you to I don't want to label this for you but if but what the vibe I'm getting is that the main themes of your content are basically inspiration motivation and entertainment and I say entertainment because you're looking for those trends and typically the trends that are popping off are popping off because people enjoy watching them. How would you describe the themes of your content? Yeah, no, you nailed it. You nailed it. Right. And, and my thought process behind it was kind of like people who are into fitness and motivation are, are actually the people that I want to be hopping on here. And maybe they'll see one of my videos about, you know, side hustles or about, you know, marketing or, or whatever it is, and it'll get them interested. Right. Cause they're already those types of people who are like, you know, typically hardworking people, they're motivated, right? Like those are the people I want to find and, and help and work with. Right. Cause that was me at one point. Um, and it's like, it's content that I love any mm-hmm. like it's stuff that I like. Right. So it's enjoyable for me too. And I think, um, I don't know if it was you or, or who it was or where I heard it, but it was basically like, Hey, whatever niche you choose, make sure it's something that you're, you're passionate about or interested in or into, yeah. because if not, you're going to get bored with it. You're going to meet these obstacles and you're not going to push through them because you're not hungry about it. Like you're not that into it. Right. You got to know how to talk to the people. I mean, in the best way to talk to the people, like I, I, I relate this back to my drug treatment days and the counselors who reached the clients were all that reached the clients the best were always recovering addicts themselves versus just people who went to school for it, but had no experience with the actual addiction. Right. And I feel like, like if, if you're, working with somebody who's six or 700 pounds, like the, my 600 pound life show, it's so much more it's, you can connect with somebody so much more. If you also were extremely obese in your life at one time, the same. And, and I'm just using, I'm using examples of sort of people in desperate situations because a lot of these people like everybody's got their own desperate situation. Everybody wants to feel heard and understood, not shamed and judged. And if, if they think or suspect that you don't understand what it's like to be in their situation and you don't talk their same language, both verbal vocal language, but also the language of the heart. If you don't, if they don't sense that you have walked that walk and know what it's like and you're creating content, it's not going to resonate. Whereas with you, if they, you're showing them that you work out. So you're willing to put in that work. You're showing them that you're a hustler because you're filming these videos in your car. And that also seems to be something that really kind of does well for a lot of people um, is just kind of this idea. I don't know, but I'm watching you. I'm watching your content. You're filming in your car. And so I think, um, I think that's also an important thing to kind of remember. Um, let's, let's transition to, unless there's anything else about the content, I want to talk about the lead gen that you've been doing and how you've been doing that. Is there anything else to add to the content section you feel would be important? Uh, just to kind of piggyback off of what you said, like the connecting with people and, and coming, like letting them know that maybe 
you know, basically, uh, if you want to connect with them, show them your failures. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, my most popular video I've ever had that I just posted on this one, it was, uh, this trend that was about broken men, like mm. how you know when a man is broken. Right. And I don't like speaking those things or like, you know what I mean? But it like, it connected with all of these men who are in that spot. And they hop on my lives and we're talking about their situation and the situations that I've been in personally and like my weight loss journey and all of these other things like you were talking about. Mm -hmm. That type of stuff has really helped me connect with with people. So you're wow and on there. Well, I just I mean, you said it right there, man. Um a huge reaction from you, you kind of seeing people who are in pain and feeling desperate. And if you, and if you look at every single, if you talk to customers in any of the kind of big three niches, which is health, wealth relationships, but let's not call them health, wealth relationships, because that makes it sound like, Oh, things are great in my money. And I just want to make them better. Right? No wealth is not wealth. It's I'm broke as shit. I, I can't, I'm so broke. I can't afford to pay attention. I got a boss. I hate, I got a, somebody said desperate to get on my 70 hour work week situation. Becky said that just now desperate, desperate to get out of my 70 hour work week situation. Okay. So that's that niche. So I got to speak to somebody's pain of not being able to see their kids. Like, and can you relate to this? And how do I speak to their pain is not by saying, you must hate being in your 70 hour work week. You must hate your boss. If you do listen to me, no, that ain't the way to connect because then they feel judged and shamed. It's, I know where you're at because I used to miss out time with my kids too. Right. And, and I, 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 I lived with this overwhelming shame that I was missing my children growing up and this guilt, and I knew I was going to have regrets, right? that taps into pain, weight loss. Well, um, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to connect with people by saying, you know, all right, get up off your lazy ass. It's time to work. You know, if you want to be skinny, you gotta, you know, you, right. I mean, who's going to listen to that? I got to talk about my dad bod. I got to talk about my struggle. I got to talk about my getting, you know, yeah. you know, getting into the fridge at midnight when, in hitting up the lunch meat and the, you know, and the ice cream and, and the pickles and the chips and all this shit when everybody's asleep, you know, and, and the shame and knowing that as I'm eating it, I I'm just killing the exercise that I did that day. And it just feels like a vicious cycle, right. you know, that's the connection that, that you said that you, you know, you said worked so well when you talked about that broken man video. And I think just, you said, I don't like to talk about that, but brother, you know, there's a way to talk about these things by, by, by telling the, the, the end chapter, you, you, everybody, even if you're still in the shit, you can add a happy ending to the story because you can either talk about how you got out of it or, you can talk about how you're getting out of it. Right. <laughs> Tabitha said, not the lunch meat. You already know. <laughs> you already know about that lunch meat. You know what I mean? So 
let's talk about the 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 lead gen okay so we can get you out of here at, at within a reasonable time here which is you know maybe in the next 10 minutes you're so gracious dude you're so this is so valuable i want to repurpose this if you'd be okay with it too because i want to i want as many people as as possible to see this but let's talk about the lead gen how are you doing lead gen how are you taking all these these hundreds of thousands or millions of views and actually turning them into leads and, and then sales because so many people that I know have maybe a lot of views on their content, but they're not able to transition and convert those into leads. Right. So I think honestly, a lot of it is just having a call to action on some of my videos, right? I know certain videos where it's like a trending piece of content about business or success where I can say, okay, at the end of this video, I'm going, or, or if I do an educational video, which I'll do maybe like, uh, one of those a week. Um, like here is how affiliate marketing works or here, how this side also works, whatever. And at the end of it, I'll say, Hey, there's a free starters guide on how to do this in the link in my bio that generates tons and tons and tons of traffic. The other way I'll do it is I'll, I'll, I'll end it with a call to action that says DM me on my Instagram for help. And, um, I do it on Instagram for a couple of different reasons. One, I'm trying to build a following on Instagram as well. And in order for people to message me on there, they have to follow me. So I'm just gaining followers that way. Um, and the other reason is TikTok actually limits how many messages I could send a day. I was, I got the first video I, when I got one video that got a million views and I had a DM me call to action at the end, you can imagine how many DMs I got. Right. So it was like, I, I got through them. I answered every single one, but on TikTok, I could only answer like a hundred a day. And it had like some type of spam filter, right? It's like you're answering messages too fast because I created a template. I have a template on my phone that's like, okay, here's how I'm going to answer this question. Here's how I'm going to lead it off. Here's the questions I'm going to ask them. Like, tell me about yourself. Tell me about your goals. Tell me what you're looking to accomplish. And I'll give some recommendations, right? And then I'm having conversations with all these people. And when I identify somebody that I think is a potential, a good potential candidate for, you know, what I'm promoting, I'm spending more time with that person. I'm connecting with them. I'm getting to know them because that's what I'm good at. That's what I, that's one of the skill sets that I learned from, you know, network marketing. It was messaging all these people and creating templates and figuring out how to genuinely connect with them over just text messages. Right. And, uh, a couple of my higher end, you know, uh, things that, you know, sales that I have made is from direct messages. You know, it's people that I've personally talked to and they're, you know, pumped up and everything. Um, oh, hold on. I can't hear you. Are you on mute? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on mute. So kind of, so once you're doing this conversational selling, right, you're then dropping a link after you've sort of built some connection with somebody, you're dropping a link, you've got kind of pre-built, pre-made templates, uh, kind of maybe in your note section on your phone or something? Is that where you kind of keep them? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So what are some of the questions that if you give somebody a call to action to DM you, what might some of those templates look like? So someone will typically hit me up and say, you know, something like I'm ready or how do I be successful or, you know, something along those lines. Yeah. Right. I respond with, okay, cool. 
tell me a little bit more about yourself, what you do for work, and what specific goals you would like me to help you accomplish. And then I can give some recommendations from there. That's it verbatim. And then okay. I have in parentheses, which kind of builds like uh, some credibility. I say, sorry, if it takes me a second to get back to you, I'm literally answering hundreds of DMs and like an, an emoji in there. Right. Yeah. Um, so I throw that out there and then they're, they, you know, they answer. And if they don't answer, guess what? They didn't want it anyways. Right. 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 And if they didn't make the effort to get over to my Instagram and DM me, they didn't want it either. Right. Um, and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It's a great to... thing because you're qualifying them, right? So the more if they took that step, then they're soup then they're they're super qualified. So when they answer back, you're gonna get all kinds of answers. Okay. What's what's your next templated kind of follow-up question so you don't get into sort of overwhelm? Because I can imagine some people are thinking, whoo, this must be time consuming. So I can understand how having more templated stuff works. So Absolutely. What would be when I send back and say, blah, 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 this is what I do. And yes, I'm ready. And blah, you know, what's your next response back to them? Yeah. So it depends what they are looking for because people are either looking for help with fitness stuff. Uh, I through my wife's business with meal uh, plans. Awesome. Or they're looking for help to make money. Right. Yeah. So basically depending on what that is and if it's, if it's, you know, for me, you know, helping them make money online and everything. Um, I say, well, I do like a feel felt found where I say, Hey, here's what, here's what I highly recommend right now. This is, uh, you know, the way to help people, anybody, you know, make money online. And I say, are you familiar with it? And typically they say, no, I'm not, I've heard of it, but I don't really know how it works. And then I respond again, right with, okay, no worries. I was the same at one point, right? Mm -hmm. Here's what I did. I found this basic star. Here's, or here's what I would do. Uh, I would find a basic course that you can get into that'll teach you all the fundamentals of how to get started and actually make money. Uh, the one I took was really great. Uh, it helped me out a ton. Uh, so that's what I think you should do. And I leave it at that, right? Because then the next thing that's going to happen, I'm not pushing anything onto them. I'm just saying. Right, right. You're getting them to ask you for it. Correct. That's, yeah. I never throw it out there. I Only if they ask. And if they don't ask, whatever. There's plenty more yeah. messages, right? Um, but they'll ask and then I'll send them. I'll say, here's the one that I took, right? Here's the one that I used. Check it out. And I do like a little, hey, it's you know, it, it, it's really great. They'll actually assign someone to hop on zoom and answer all your questions. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I, I tell them why. Yeah. Like, it, but it could be anything. If we wanted to make this generic for whatever you're promoting, I mean, it, it could be literally, it could be anything. I think the big point, the big takeaway for everyone listening is that there's an element here of, of becoming the hunted rather than the hunter. And I think the difference between how I used to market versus how I market now is the same thing that you discovered. I used to chase people around, you know, both offline and online, because I took that same mentality online to where I would, you know, basically kind of hound and chase people and prospect people online until I until I realized how to become more magnetic, to I realized how to create desire in people to want me and what I have. And part of that is restraint. 
Part of that is dangling out enough curiosity in, in, in throwing out, chumming the waters. That's why in the business blueprints, I, I use this concept called the fishing formula, which is about chumming the waters, which means getting the fish to the boat. There's no bait there, though. They just smell the blood or the fish, so they come to the boat. And then the bait, I'm not giving them everything. I'm not, you know, I'm not like... I'm not making them a five course meal saying, please sit down and eat with me. I'm just dropping some bait out there to get them to bite. Right. Once, once they bite right now, I kind of got them and I can, I can, I can sort of, I can drop more kind of, it's almost like the crumbs that lead to the, you know what I mean? That you, you, if you want to attract a, a bear, like leave crumbs of you know food or whatever, like keep l bringing them instead of jumping on them and dropping links and, and trying to pitch them on the first message, get them to ask you. I think that's the kind of biggest, biggest takeaway for me and for, for hopefully everybody listening is you is, is throw things out in a way that there's, they, they're either going to be not interested and not respond or they're not going to be able to resist asking what you're talking about. Would you say that that is accurate? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's, I think it's much more fun for everybody that way as well. Sure, people love to chase. I mean, I think we, I think we really forget the fun of the chase and everybody likes a chase. You like it in your relationships. You like it in your dating life. You like it in your, I mean, I chase watches. I chase, uh, I've chased stuff all my life. I still love to chase my wife. She plays hard to get all the time. I chase her, right? I take the bait. I love it. Right. And it, it's, it's just, I think it's human nature. So we, let's keep it moving and, and, and bring this plane in for a landing. So now that you've basically you're doing conversational selling, becoming the hunted rather than the hunters or anything else you want to add to that, or what would be the kind of final step and, and how would you, what else do you do that, that is within this sort of simple funnel and recap for us what the two kind of steps are. Cause I think we titled this, the, the, the stupid, simple, Oh, stupid, simple funnel. We didn't title it two steps, but recap for everybody in case somebody just came on kind of what the process looks like in a nutshell. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, you know, you've got my link in the bio there. It's offering a free ebook. They click on the link, boom, right. There's the capture page, right? So all they have to do is put their name and their email in hit enter. And then it goes to the next page where, uh, you know, they're going to get an email with the ebook in it after they do that. And they're on my email list. Right. And then after that, it's basically an opportunity. Hey, uh, you know, here's a, a small video and it's, um, you know, the number one reason, you know, people aren't successful in online business. And then I've got, you know, basically uh, a page where they can opt in to go to the next step and see my offer right yeah. that's it that's all it is right it's a yeah. simple so you're using kind of two calls to action one is just straight up click click the link in my bio and then the other is dm me so it, it, you're doing a combination of those calls to action Correct. in your videos 
what other let's end on that note because i think a lot of people get overwhelmed or confused about what calls to action they should give are you giving in some videos a call to action to just simply follow you talk to us about on a on a daily basis which of those three videos that you laid out have a call to action and what's the call to action? Is that as kind of on purpose as the types of videos that you create? Every single video I do has a call to action. Wow. Because I never know which one's going to pop off. And wow. I want to miss the opportunity. Wow. Yeah. Every single one of them has a call to action. And most of them just say, follow me. Most of them just say, follow me for daily motivation, follow me for daily side hustles. And that's how I build the following because, you know, they see that and they click the follow and there we go. Um, and other ones will have, I'll, I, I call to action to follow me on every video. There's not a single video I'll put out that I, that I know of. Maybe there's one or two, but every one of them, there's a call to action to follow me. And then if I want to put another call to action, I put that in there as well. I just time it out. So it's not like both at once and yeah. using, I'll just say, you know, Hey, free link in my bio. And then after that, follow me for more, follow me for more of this or daily this. Right. Mm -hmm. So every single video, because I don't want to miss the opportunity on a viral video, right. That doesn't have a call to action on it. You get a million views, but there was no call to action. So nothing happened. Yeah. Incredible. Anything else that you want to add that you think people would, would, it would be valuable for people to hear that I, that a question is not prompting. No, nah, man, I think, I, I hope this was valuable for everybody. I, I it really, was so valuable. Yeah. I it really, was so valuable. Thank I you. mean, I want to, I want to, I want to be able to, if with your permission, put it in some of our other training and get, you know, as many people as possible to watch this. Cause I think the way you laid things out, was um was brilliant and clear and so if if i could get your permission if if not uh that's fine too but i think that if we can get as many people to listen to this and see this and hear this it would be it would be valuable i'm sure you're going to gain a lot of fans i'm sure you already have but uh from this from this so um bro just incredible incredible yeah, full permission. Listen, I owe you guys so much. I appreciate what you guys do. Um, I'll do anything for you guys, honestly. So absolutely. Well, thanks, man. And um, looking forward to meeting you soon and and uh, hanging out and uh, working many months and years into the future. Congrats on your success. Uh, give your wife my absolute best for being such a pain in your ass to get you on the internet. Uh, and, and then you know, so much credit to you for taking that and running because you could have totally just been a crusty old crab and said, you know, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing any more of that entrepreneur stuff and I'm not getting on that old internet. It's just a, it's just a waste of time. But now look at the future and the opportunity that you've opened up for yourself and your family and those young kids that you have. It's just, to me, that's, what's really kind of inspiring and exciting is that you've opened up a door of opportunity for your family to get more of you, to have more of your time, to give them more opportunity. Um, and with three small children so early in their lives, you have a chance to live with no regrets, brother. Amen. Well you know said. I mean? yep. so, you hit it right there. All right, well, man. I'll let, you, I'll let you get out of here, dude. Keep up the great work. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Appreciate it.
See ya. See ya. Guys and gals, that was worth. That's worth a re-listen. We're, we're that was very, very clear and helpful, and um, so, so grateful to Jr. for that that masterpiece. Right? He called Calvin's content a masterpiece. I'm going to go out on a limb and say what he just dropped was a masterpiece, and I hope that uh, that builds his confidence and conviction to be able to uh, know that what he puts out is just as good and, and can be and have as much of an impact as anyone else's content on on the public on people who are listening because it had that impact on me and if you guys all would blow up the comments would love for him more than you already have because there's been tons of love but if you got value from this if if this impacted you today especially to end the week strong drop some love for jr in the comments and let him know how much that was appreciated he took time over an hour, sat in his car while he's at his job to break that down for us, and uh, we are grateful. Now it is time for you to go on, get on out of here, have a fantastic Friday, a great weekend, take this training and this business and this opportunity seriously, and you too uh, will realize all the dreams and goals that you have, most likely more than what you can imagine. With that said, Peace. Be legendary. We'll see you on Monday. Bye-bye.